When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Listen to the AC Wildcats podcast. Very uh, fortunate enough to be partnered with Bet MGM. All right, now we have. Uh, let's see. Actually, my hold on just a second. My uh, oh, there we go. I got the reads now. My bad. All right, if you haven't signed up for Bet MGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with Bet MGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. And to check out the show notes uh, for details. And if you're like Lamont Lovett and you root for the Kansas City Chiefs, you might want to put some money on the Kansas City Chiefs because you will probably make a lot of money on that. Now, let's hear from Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right, now, joined by one of the coolest people you'll ever come across, also has one of the best jobs you will ever come across, calling color analyst for Arizona football, the great Lamont Lovett. Hello, Lamont. How's it going, Mike? Ah, dude, so let's get down to business right here. So Arizona football is, and it just goes to show you too, and we're going to talk about all the details. A couple years ago with Arizona football, it was almost like I'm excited because it's Arizona football, but – Probably not. Probably not a lot to be excited about once the games start. 
Jed Fish has totally changed that. And the best thing about it, though, is that he's followed through on all of his promises. And we want to talk about the line right here first, because he said he needed to get bigger across the line. They need to get bigger across the board. Lamont, they are bigger across the board. Yeah, they, they really spent the last really three seasons just fortifying that offensive line, being bigger. That's you, Like you mentioned, it is part of the recruiting strategy is to get size, length, and, and just get stronger and more athletic across the front. And that's that's exactly what they've done uh, the past couple of seasons. And you're starting, you started to see a little bit of the fruits of it last season. And I think it's going to probably take another step forward. Um, obviously, there's still a piece or two that they want to make sure that they fortify uh, being uh, at right tackle. But, um, you know, I, I think they've got some really good pieces and a, and a really solid foundation to start from. All right, let's talk about the right tackle spot. This also, this shows me too just how rare, and we've talked about it a million times, people know about how rare Jonas Sabanea is, but the fact that you have a guy that could be an All-American guard and you're putting him at right tackle, that just shows you, first of all, the confidence they have in him and what rare air this dude is right here. This is this is a, this is a kind of guy that we generally don't see around here. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a great athlete. Um, geez, he's plus size. What is it? Three twenty, I think twenty-ish, six four, six five. Um, strong, fast. Uh, he's really got you know from a measurable standpoint. He's got everything that you look for. Um, and, and the fact that he was able to come in and start as a true freshman, um, you know, at the D one level in the Pac twelve is in and of itself is pretty amazing. And he basically has been starter from the time he kind of stepped on campus. Basically, he kind of won that starting job coming out of spring. And uh, hasn't given it up and, and really, really showed uh, this past season that the type of player that he can be. And he's only gotten better right. you know, over the over the spring and, and after getting a, a really a full season under his belt. Um, and then, and then he, he, you know, he moved around in high school, too. I think he played tackle in high school, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And so it's not completely foreign for him to be out there. Um, so, yeah, whenever you got a guy like that that's that good can put him out there and make sure he's, you know, protecting the, the, the other side of the quarterback. Delora's a, Delora's a right-handed. So, yeah, you, you got uh, Jordan Morgan on his backside, and then you got Big Jonah on the right. That's not, not too bad of a combination if that's the way it ends up being. Let's talk about that. I would be assuming Jordan Morgan's healthy, and you and I were watching him right there. He's moving around. He was moving around really well um, again during during spring. I would assume – assuming he's healthy – I know it's weird to say this, but I can't imagine that there's a better tackle combination in this conference than Jordan Morgan, who CBS has projected as a first-round pick, and big Jonas Sabanea on the other side right there. Again, you're looking at possible two first-round picks on the offensive line there, Lamont. Yeah, yeah, God willing. That would, that would be awesome to see that happen. And for sure, you know, like the, the talent is there. There's, there's no question about that. The, the talent is absolutely there. Um, it's really just going to come down um, to, you know, keeping those guys healthy and really what you want to see is, is the depth, you know, to, to try to start building some depth along that line. And that's, that's where recruiting is. And, and, you know, fortunately they've been able to red trick guys and they're, and they're continually, um, you know, building in that, in that area. They had some true freshmen get in on the field right away. Obviously Wendell right. Rowe is another example. Big John those guys started out true freshmen, um, able to really, you know, get some great experience under their belt. And now, with a, a, you know, a full year of strength and conditioning under their belts going through spring, just more experience for him. So it's going to be, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how it looks um, come fall camp. What makes, you know, from your expert view, what makes Jordan Morgan so unique? What makes him a guy that is viewed, you know, by NFL scouts as, let's be honest here, a possible first round pick? 
um, you know, he's, he's really he's just got all the – he's always been incredibly strong. Um, but he's probably going to get down there. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen what he what he can do on bench press, but he's, I'm sure he probably, you know, hit 20 – I mean, 32, 40 reps. I'm, it wouldn't surprise me because he's right. that strong. Um, and, I, and I've seen him, like, you know, I've seen videos of him with a lot of weight on the, on the yeah. squat. I think in excess of, you know, 600 pounds, something like that. He's really strong. So – um, there, those are things that you just want to have foundationally. He's an incredible athlete. I mean, we were, me and you were watching him do wind sprints on the sideline um, in fall camp, and it was just, it's something to see a guy that big move that fast. Um, right. Got all the measurables and athleticism that you want to see. And then um, technically, he's really good. I mean, if you if you looked at the season, I used to just sometimes I, I fixate on him, um, you know, during games this past season, and he's, he's shown a great, you know, deal of improvement. But he he just had that sight unlocked. You couldn't get you couldn't get past him. And if he gets his hands on you, you know you're really in trouble. So yeah, he, I mean he's just got what you what you're looking for. Um, and he's mean. He's got that. He's got the mean streak. He's got everything that you you're looking for. You know. In, in line. All right. You mentioned Wendell Mo. This is why Lamont is in the position that he is because he see he sees these guys. And I'll be honest with you. I was wondering when Wendell Mo came in. I'm like. All right, a kid from Pauly that's committed to Morgan State. And you told me, you're like, nope, this kid's good. This kid's good. And Lamont, lo and behold, by the sixth game of the season, he was starting and he never looked back. This is another guy that's going to be a staple of this offensive line. We talked about this a little bit before, but what did you see in him? And what did you, uh, before he came here, and what did you see from his freshman year where you're like, wow, all right. Because you were spot on about him. Um, just uh... – I mean, I was just using my eyes. I was, I was watching on film. And I was just watching the way he moved, and I and I looked at his weight again. And I said, "Wow, he's you know really super athletic to be that big." I was watching him pull a couple of clips that just um, jumped off. I didn't watch a lot of film on him. I just watched a, a clip where he was playing guard and he pulled, and I watched him pull around and, and then like wipe somebody out. And I just thought that, that looks like a big time player right there. And you know, usually it, it, it's one thing to see the athleticism, but when you can see the the size. Right. You know, now you now you, you probably have something. And, and I knew, you know, get that guy in a strength program, you know, some, some good things were going to happen. And, and when he got here, you know, he's, he lost a lot of weight from the time he got here. But me and Brian were laughing. We were like, man, his arms are the size of, of our thighs, you know. Right. So he's a, he's a big guy. He's, he's just, I mean, physically, you can see that he's a, he's a, he's a, I mean, he's well put together, strong. So, um, you know, I just, like I said, I was using my eyes. It wasn't hard to see that guy running, run around like that, that, that he had a chance, you know, you never know what it's going to translate into when they get on the field. Um, but when he, you know, after he started getting some opportunities in there, he proved, you know, that, um, you know, once again, that Arizona did a nice job of scouting and recruiting. I always wonder too, when a guy like Tyler Owens, the great strength and conditioning coach that we have, do you think that he gets more excited to work with a guy like Wendell Moe that he knows what he can turn him into or a guy like a Jonas Sabanea where he comes in and it's like, I have Superman right here. I, I imagine he is. I mean, you know, cause that's, that's his, that's his job is to get those guys ready and, and they spend more time with him than they probably do with their position coaches. So yeah, it's, it's always pretty exciting whenever, uh, you know, you can, you can get a guy, um, you know, that, that's already got some, some great tools to begin with. And you know that you just get to kind of be like, you know, like a sculptor. Right. You get to kind of, you know, mold them into, you know, something special. And so, I mean, we, we all, we, we've kind of been over it 
time and time again how good Tyler Owens is, and he's and he's definitely uh, he's he's definitely uh, one of the most valuable coaches on this staff, and and I think that uh, you know the future is bright if they can keep if they can keep him around. He's done he's doing a great job um, there, yeah, but. You know, we're talking about the the offensive. You know, the 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 front, the big guys. Those are the guys that really, you know, you'd like to see um, for sure. Spend a lot of time with him and, and, and improve. Now, I want to ask you about the. Um, I'm curious about the depth here, but first, Lamont, have you ever been to Circle K? Uh, many times. All right. Now, the reason Circle K is awesome and they're with us right here is they are for the people by the people. You can go to the toughest areas in Tucson. You can go to the nicest areas in Tucson. Guess what you're going to find? A Circle K. Make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer for a 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to circlek.com store uh, dash locator to find a Circle K near you. And tap and bottle, great. Uh, Scott and Rebecca do a great job right there. We have away game watch parties where we actually, I kid you not, Lamont, I, there's multiple people, two uh, people that come in there. They watch the game, but they have – they're listening to you as they should. They're listening to you and the GOAT, Brian Jeffries, during the game at the Tap and Bottle Watch Parties. That's the way to do it. Check it out downtown or on the northwest side, and you can do just what those guys do and listen to Lamont and Brian while you watch the game. All right. Lamont, now – the, the depth to me is interesting right now because obviously if the team, if the coaching staff is moving Jonah out to the tackle, obviously, they feel good about having some capability right there at that guard spot. Who are you zeroing in on? Who are you, who are you especially intrigued by maybe at that other guard spot lining up next to Josh Baker? That's, uh, that's actually the good, the good question. <laughs> what do you got? I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, I, I've, I know that uh, you know they've got some freshmen that they're they're going to look at coming in. Um, you've got a you've got a few candidates already uh, on the on the uh, on the staff that they can they can move around. I mean, on the staff. Jeez, I'm, I was going to say Tyler Owens is going to be a, a guard as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they've got they've got some they've got some uh, they've got some good guys um, already that I think are down there. A lot of the guys that have redshirted. Um, I'm, I'm 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 blank today. I haven't had my roster in front of me. Um, Big Rhino is interesting for me. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I'm I'm also interested in seeing the freshman come in from uh, oh, freshman, Toledo. Uh, um, what's what's the what's the kid's name? I'm from California. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, Robert Polito. Polito is the guy that that's escapes me right now. I think he's a great candidate because of his size. You know, he's what goes about six. Six 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 seven, um, you know, wrestles good athlete. Um, yeah, yeah, super athletic, and and typically, you know, when when you get a guy like that, um, you know, you can always move him inside, which is really why Jonah was able to go inside like that. If he's physically strong enough, you can kind of protect him with the tackles and the centers. If he's and, and so, I mean, that's that's a great candidate right there. Um, Rhino is another one. Um, you know, he got a lot of a lot of great experience this spring. Um, and and he's, got, he's going to have, you know, a spring and, and, a, and a full year of strength and conditioning. Underneath. And he's, he's very athletic um, and um, can run. So I think Rhino's a great candidate as well um, for the young guys that have come in. Um, help me with the uh, – there's a senior um, Polynesian kid that, that came back this year. Oh, um, um, 
Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on him now too. I know exactly what you're talking about too. But he, um, he was a rotation player, and he he, right. he filled in great last year. Um, so he's another guy that uh, that's, that's Langy Borjon. You got some you got some options Lange. in there. Langy yeah. can play Langy can play guard and tackle. So I think um, you know being able to move Langy down there is going to also uh, pay some dividends. Um, so again, whenever you can get a guy like Langy, who's just a seasoned veteran, you know. Um, he's, he's probably not, you know, all conference uh, type of player, but he's, he's just rock solid. He's big, strong, physical. So you can put a guy that like that at guard and, and be comfortable that, you know, he, he will, he will be able to hold his own in there. So there's some options there and um, you just have to kind of see how the freshmen play out when they get into camp. And, and those are the things that, you know, when I get a chance to kind of, kind of watch, you know, we'll just kind of go from there. Um, but, you know, when the Mo, you know, is, 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 is going to be, you know, holding on the other side. So there, there's some options down there. You mentioned Polito. Polito to me is fascinating because keep in mind, this was a kid that was a longtime Alabama commit right there. And he um, and it wasn't that Alabama pulled his offer. He had it. I mean, he was very clear that, you know, Alabama kept that offer. He was intrigued about what Jed Fish is doing here at the U of A and the opportunity for immediate playing time, which to me is one of the best indications of what Jed Fish is doing right here. That you look at it and you're like, that's a place that I could see myself and that's a place where I could see myself playing immediately, Lamont. Yeah, no, it was a real coup to be able to get him. Uh, he's a guy that that they had been – the nice thing about it is Arizona recruited him for years. It wasn't right. just like they just came in and fly by night. They understand the importance of establishing relationships with these kids early on as 10th graders, and they just keep recruiting them. They just keep recruiting them. So when you come in at the end and, and are able to scoop a guy away and convince them, you know, when you can say, hey, I've been here on you. I've always had confidence in you from the outset. Right. Look at what we've been able to do. Look at, you know, Jordan Morgan over here. Look at how this guy's developed. He's going to go with the first round probably. We can do the same thing with you. You've got all that same type of ability. You know, you, you can you can really put together a nice pitch um, when you can do do those types of things, when you can show him Wendell Moe that, that came in as a, as a true freshman and was able to play. You know, I mean, that's that's a great – that's about as good of a recruiting pitch as you can, <laughs> as you can make, you know, to these young kids that, that want to come out and make an impact and, and make a name for themselves. What are your thoughts on uh, possibly seeing some two tight end sets this year? Because, again, when you got Tanner McLaughlin, who – I mean, let's be honest. He could play in the NFL. He's got that type of ability right there. And then you see Kean Burnett, who just looks like a totally different player at this point. I, I live right by the U of A, so I see him going by on the bird all the time right there. Don't fall off that bird. We need you. <laughs> but uh, what do you think about possibilities of a two-tight end set at times? Yeah, no, I, I think that's very possible. And, and, and Kean's really developed nicely. Um, you know, he's, I think he's what, he's around 245 now. Right. Approaching 250 ish, and he, he can he can run like the wind. And McLaughlin, uh, McLaughlin, really a great, uh, he's, he's a good tight end. Really had some, some, you know, showed his explosiveness last year in the conference and, and, um, and really was just getting healthy as, as the, you know, going into the season. And so he kind of had his breakout last year. I'm, I'm excited to see what he looks like you know, going through a full season. Um, yeah, he can do it all. He's got the speed to get behind you. Um, he, he, he's proven that he can block. Um, both those guys are and, – and Kean has really improved in those areas. And, and what I appreciate about Kean is he understands that he needs to develop, and, and that's what he's doing. You know, he's really right. putting time in. He looks at, you know, whatever he thinks is deficient, and he's working on it. So you got guys that got that great work ethic. Um and, and that ability that's already there and the size that, and, and they got a great tight ends coach, um, coach Pow Pow that, that really has, you know, he has the chops to develop these kids and has a proven track record with them. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see 
um, where they can go um, with the tight end, probably really see that role increase this year. You All right. So you mentioned Coach Pow Pow. I got to uh, – Lamont, you're great at this because you led me right into my next point. I appreciate that. And you didn't even know you were doing that. So <laughs> I have a I have a really good buddy who's on the South Point staff. And I, so I've been out to a couple of their conditionings or workouts. I have seen Jordan Pow Pow out there probably – I've been out there seven or eight times. He's been to th- he's been there three or four times. This staff, and I know I'm beating dead horse right here. This staff gets it. It's right down the street. You got an ace recruiter right there. You got two kids that already have U of A offers, and just like I said, that alone right there. I mean, they don't need to be at these, you know, these just these, you know, off season conditionings, but they are down there, and you've got a prominent coach down there as well. Yeah, no, they you, they they understand the importance of, of building those relationships. Um, they're not taking for granted, you know, anyone, especially locally. I think that, you know, it's a travesty whenever you if you let a kid get out of your backyard and you didn't put the maximum effort out there and you weren't on him when he could was right up the street from you. And that's what I think this coaching staff really understands. And um, they, they're not going to be outworked. You know, if some if a kid chooses to go elsewhere, it, it definitely will not be because um, he wasn't recruited or because they didn't put put enough effort into him. They, they do a great job. Of, of fo- focusing and locking in um, on the local kids, giving them the respect that they deserve, and if and if they're you know if they have the ability to do it, you know they're they're going to have every opportunity um, to play here. If Bijan Robinson comes around, maybe uh, next Bijan Robinson. Well, again, the next. It's not like those guys just come every single year. Right. But if there was another one that were to come around. You know, it's one of those things. He might not come here, but if Jed Fish is going to recruit him until the very end right there, he's not just going to say, ah, we can't get him. We're going to do something else. And that's what is impressive to me about this is, yeah, you might not get the kid, but we're going to be at every practice. We're going to be there time and again just to let you know how much we want you. And um, I don't think I'm breaking any news right here, but a player who was at South Point, who was also at another prominent Power 5 school, I was talking with his dad at the gym a while back. And I asked him, I said, you know, would you have given Jed? Would you? What would you think about Jed Fish right now? And he said, honestly, he said we would have definitely given him some consideration right there because of how hard he's working the scene. And you guys can all probably figure out who I'm talking about. But he said, you know, Arizona really wasn't an option with, um, you know, obviously with the previous coaching staff. And he said, and honestly, when Arizona's like the fourth uh, place to offer my kid. You know, that that's that sticks with you right there, especially when you're looking at schools like Ohio State and Texas and whatnot. So that's where, again, that's where they get it right here. And it's just it's just refreshing to see. I'll just put it to you like that. Yeah, no question about it. And, and you know, again, if, you, if you're not taking a swing at them, you're never going to hit the home run. Right. So they, they take a lot of swings and, and that's why they land a lot of these players as well. You know, you don't land, you know, California player of the year. Because you know you didn't put out a lot of effort on it. I mean, these guys right. just—they're working. They work all the connections. Um, they're constantly, you know, they're writing letters to these guys. They're constantly visiting when they can and, and on the phone with them, you know, as much as possible. And they start doing it early and start establishing the relationships with these kids. And it's this is that's the name of the game, you know. It's, it's not always about nil. Sometimes, right. sometimes it's about you know somebody trusting you and, and feeling comfortable that you can you can take them to where they want to go as a player and, and, and that you can help them develop as a young man. And so these guys really get that part, that part of it. And, and that's really important. 
All right, now I want to, let's move over to the defensive line here in a second because it's that, that's an intriguing part. But first, I want to talk to you about illegal Pete's. Now, if you want to be like the cool kids, hang out at illegal Pete's. I am not one of the cool kids. I try to be one of the cool kids, and I do hang out at illegal Pete's because it's right down the street. But either way, it's good. Stop in either their Tucson or Tempe locations for a house beer bucket. For you and the whole crew, five pints for 15 bucks. Soak up the sun with a loaded burrito and crisp beer on the patio. Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Very good stuff. And tap or uh, Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports. Now, we just talked about four, uh, U, uh, four U of A offensive linemen right there. They could be called the Four Peaks as well. But again, check it out. Check out Four Peaks Brewer, Four Peaks Pub to get, keep up with the latest on Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 and up to enjoy responsibly again and drink Four Peaks. All right, the defensive line right here. You and I love Deuce Davis. You and I are big fans of Deuce Davis. This is another case of where I think this coaching staff gets it because keep in mind, this is a kid out of Chandler who um, led the state in sacks and is kind of under-recruited, a little bit under the radar, Pops played in the NFL. I look for him. Ideally, I look for him to lead this team in sacks this year, Lamont. Not saying he's going to be the best player on the D-line, but I think he's got that potential right there. He definitely has the ability. You know, he's got some great traits. And and, and from the time, you know, that Arizona identified, I mean, it's never been a, a situation where anyone questioned his ability. It's always been probably teams that have looked at him probably thought maybe he was a little slight a little small, right? Um, but you know that's never that's never stopped him. You know, in high school, he's always continued to to just you know be really strong and, and wiry. And um, the nice thing about it is he's been putting he's been packing on the weight. He got in there as a true freshman, really didn't get a chance to redshirt. Just got thrown right into the you know into the fire and 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 you know held his own in there at this level. So that says a lot. Um, and and I'm, I'm not even sure where he is, he is weight-wise right now, but I, I, you can tell, again, in his legs, and you look at, you know, from his face, that he's gotten a lot stronger. He's probably getting his shoulders look broader. He doesn't quite have that basketball build that he had last year. I mean, he still does, but not to the extent. Yeah, and, and really, that's just the name of the game for him, is just continuing to, to just live in that weight room, you know, and, and, and eat like, it's you know, food's going out of style, and he's going to – he's the, the future's going to be bright for him because he's got the ability, you know. It's just a matter of time. Um, got the got the, got a lot of good things. Um, you know, the great first step is what he really has, and um, just as he continues to be savvy, continues to play with great effort to get to the you know to the quarterback, and just never you know have that relentlessness about him. He's going to have a bright future. Are sure. there some under the radar guys here? We're going to talk about some new guys, but I want to talk about some of the returners. Isaiah uh, Isaiah Ward is a guy that intrigues me, yeah, right there, yeah. because a massive kid. Out of California, again, and when I say massive, I'm talking about 6'7", 285. I mean, a huge, huge dude right there. He flashed a little bit in the spring, or he flashed a little bit in the spring. Spring game, he played pretty well as well. I'm curious to see what he can contribute this year, either at that end or maybe sliding inside. Yeah, Isaiah Ward, well, I don't think he's 285. I think he's more like he's more like 240. Is Isaiah Ward, you're talking about the defensive end? Yeah, no, my bad, sir. I definitely, uh, I definitely missed yeah. that. There, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah you're, right, you're right. But he, he is, right. he is six six though. He's, right. he's, he's six foot six and um, two eighty five is where I'd like him to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's two eighty five. That's 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 frightening. Um, Tyler but, Owens doing his job, <laughs> but he is. Um, your points well taken though. He he was a guy, that, a true freshman that, that, again that managed to get in. Um, you know, probably played earlier than than necessary, but he was he was one of the better options for us. So. Um, didn't get a chance to redshirt last year, so he's another kid that's going to have, you know, got got a great, you know, got thrown in the fire early. 
um, but has an opportunity um, to just continue to stay in the weight room. He's really athletic, um, really fast, um, coming off the edge, um, and plays with great effort getting to the quarterback and, and ended up getting some a couple of sacks um, getting thrown into the fire last year. So he's another kid that has a lot of potential. Um, and as he, you know, gets that man strength and starts to grow into that, that six foot six frame, um, got a bright future. And, what do you think about Taylor Upshaw? Michigan, Michigan, then Colorado, then Arizona. I know the staff's excited that they got him. What do you think about him? Yeah, anytime you can you can get, you know, uh, a front seven guy from from the Big Ten, which is really, if you're talking about the Big Ten, what they're kind of known for, SEC schools are known for, you know, the middle of the field, being, having really, being really big and strong and physical up front. So anytime you can get somebody like that that has been successful in that league, um, come from a big program like Michigan who consistently recruits, you know, Right. Top 10, top 15 type of classes. Um, it's exciting. And, and he's already shown, you know, we've seen um, the production that he's been able to put on the field. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to get anytime you get a big body kid like that and with experience. And then he's only going to help the development of the young guys that uh, Arizona has. So, yeah, a lot to be excited about with him. I'm excited about Tyler Manoa. I think that uh, I think I don't know where exactly he's going to fall in in the pecking order, but I get people that'll ask me, you know, who could be that Hunter Eccles this year? You know, the guy that comes in and maybe a little bit underplayed at a previous school comes here and plays pretty well. I think it could easily be Tyler Manoa. I think it's going to be difficult to keep him off the field. Yeah, yeah, he's shown a lot of shown a lot a lot of pop up front and um, shown that he can really um, that he's really stout in the middle, and I think that that was really one of the strategies in bringing him in. Um, him and big and big uh, Bill Norton, um, big Bill big, Norton, our guy. Yeah, yeah, those guys. I think you know they want to really, really make the way. Um, have some have some some bulk up front guys who can actually take up and, and, and take up some space, take up some linemen, and really allow the speed at our linebacker position to run freely back there. And um, they they've so far they they've done what I think they've done exactly you know, what they wanted them to do. And Manoa is, is I think he's really been a surprise. He's been even better. I think he's, he's, he's taken a few steps forward. You know, when I watched him at UCLA, I remembered that he was always a guy that was really hard to move. Right. You know, but, but he looks like he's, he's, he's trimmed up a little bit more and he looks a little bit more athletic down there. And um, I think that being in this, this strength and conditioning program and just, you know, having sometimes all it takes is for somebody to believe in you and to put you in the right position, you know, and um, I think that that he did, he definitely needs to be a defensive tackle, and um, it's going to pay some dividends getting him down, getting him back at that position. All right, I get people all the time also that ask about Big Bill Norton, and they say, "Well, how good can he be? He didn't play he didn't play a ton at Georgia." All right, we need to be <laughs> honest here. At Georgia, that's like saying that's that's the equivalent of saying, you know what, this wide receiver can't be good. He was at Alabama and he didn't get on the field a ton. That's a, just a different level of football at this point. I can tell you this though. He's the largest person on the team. He is massive, Lamont. He is the guy that you notice immediately. And I don't need him to get eight sacks. I need him to be able to take up blocks so guys like Justin Flo, Jacob Manu can get downhill. And just looking at him, he certainly looks the part of that. Yeah, that's, that's what they wanted, you know, in him. They, they weren't bringing him in to get a bunch of sacks. Uh, that, that's the guy that you want to eat up a double team. That's the guy that you want to, you know, really occupy those guys in the middle. He's big, strong, and he's what he's six foot six. Right. I mean, you can't get enough of those guys. So let's be honest. I mean, that's and he's bigger I mean. than 285. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit bigger. 
So yeah, if you anytime you can get get some hosses down in the middle like that, it's you know you, you try to stockpile as many of those as you can because it, I mean when you're on the goal line and when you get in those situations, you really want to have short yardage. You want to have those big guys that you know that do not don't allow the line to 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 push them back. You know, so yeah, right. Okay, yeah. now um, the two guys that are returning, I'm also equally intrigued by as well. Obviously, you got Jacob Gaiga, you got Tai Tai Uiagalele as well. Those were two other nice finds right there. And, you know, uh, especially when you got a guy from modern day that kind of follows under the, falls under the radar a little bit like Wendell Moe at Long Beach Poly, and he comes right in and plays immediately. Again, that's scouting right there. But again, I'm I'm interested to see the jump that these two could make right here because they both got onto the field and and this is no disrespect to uh, uh, Keon Bars or Paris Shand, but both these young men started eating it into their minutes last year as true freshmen. Yep, and 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 I think that um, both of them, you know, work really hard um, in the weight room. Tai um, Tai is a guy that I'm really I'm I'm you know I've always been excited about him. You know, it comes from a obviously comes from a great family. Um, his, I don't know if it's his uncles or his cousins that that that, uh, but there's there's a lot of good defensive lineman training going on in that family, right. and so he came here with great technique already, um, and just as he continued to grow, and he plays with great effort. So um, I thought that he was always going to be defensive end, but they they moved. He was tough enough to where they put him inside, and he's gotten bigger. So I think he's a guy that you can move inside and outside, to be honest, because he's he's versatile. Um, He's more athletic than you think he is, and uh, plays with, with really great effort. So yeah, he's he's a he's a he's going to be a problem. And and Kagaika is another one, strong as an ox. You know, kind of really compactly built, um, works really hard, um, and, and is powerful. So yeah, you can't get enough of those guys either. <laughs> coming out of modern day, right? He's Speaking of great guy for sure. Speaking of which, I want to get to uh, something here with a commit that U of A just got that I find fascinating on a couple different levels and something that Lamont can definitely uh, speak about historically, but also Fubo TV. Let's say that you're thinking to yourself, man, I can't get enough of Mike Luke. There are, Or you're saying, man, I got too much of Mike Luke. Either way, Fubo TV is where you can watch Mike Luke and everybody else right here. Here's the deal. You can sign up through the link in the description for people still looking to cable uh, to cable cut and be able to watch their favorite Arizona sports teams. You can watch Arizona Wildcats on Valley Sports with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. All right. Toby Mueller, kid out of uh, kid out of uh, uh, Chandler Hamilton. First of all, he's massive. He's a 16-year-old, and he's every bit of about 6'5", 320. He's huge. Um, you look at it, and there's a YouTube video out there where he's legitimately benching 340 without, you know, and it's not the high school 340 you see where you got five people lifting it up on each side. He's, <laughs> there's nobody around him. But also, Lamont, Dick Tomey, um, all, all kinds of coaches have had a hard time getting into the Chandler schools here at, the, uh, at Arizona. That's starting to change there a little bit. And when you look at it, Chandler and Chandler Hamilton in the last 20 years have produced 19 NFL players. Those are next level programs. This to me is awesome because I think this kid's going to be good, but also the fact that they're getting into this program. Yeah. And again, it just speaks to, you know, the recruiting prowess of this staff and the fact that they, they don't really leave any stone unturned. Um, and, and they just outwork, they outwork other staffs and they, they do it with skill. They do it with, you know, persistency. They do it with, uh, you know, just establishing relationships and, and, they, and they're, they're fearless in who they, they'll recruit, you know, 
if they think that you that you you fit what Arizona is going to do, and they think that you know you're the type of person that should play here, they go after you and they recruit you. And um, you know that fearlessness and, and 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 not just you know avoiding and taking things for granted, going oh well they got you know so and so over there, so they're not going to talk to us. They, that that never. You know, that's right that's in the DNA of the staff. So it doesn't surprise me. You know, they've made great relationships with all the great programams too. Hamilton, they've really got a foothold there. And, and they're building Chandler with, you know, Genesis Smith. You got Deuce Davis, obviously. Yeah. And so they're getting great players out of Arizona. And, and there, are, there are players here. And um, they just, you know, they get on them early and they, and they continue to work. They get them here in camp. They can get eyes on them. And once they evaluate you and, and, they, and they meet you and they understand – that uh, you're a fit, they go after you, you know, and you no, know, they, they, you can see the proof is in the pudding. They, they've been the guys that I think everybody in the conference is kind of looking back at going like, whoa, when they see them sign guys like Leviticus and they see him sign guys like, right. you know, it, it raises eyebrows around the conference. Like, wait a minute, what are these guys doing over here? They, they got the chops on the staff and that's been proven. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, Genesis Smith. Again, we saw him a little bit. He's built a little bit like uh, I think it was Justin Spears that said he's got a little bit. It looks kind of like Adam Hall out there to a certain degree. He's got the longer hair. He's a hard hitter. But all throughout camp, and I was getting on Shear all year about, I said, Shear, he's better than a three-star recruit. You guys are underrating him. And he said, I don't control that, but I agree with you. So I'll take that as that he should be a four-star. But either way, this kid's a heavy hitter, and I can't wait to see what Dwayne Aquina is going to be able to Dwayne Aquina and the new DB coach are going to be able to do with him. That's got to be like playing with Putty right there, just how how much potential he has. Because he's a, he's a big-time player, Lamont. Yeah, no, he's got he's got all the like physical characteristics that you look for. He's a six three, six four ish, um, can run. Um, I, he's really rangy. I saw him. I saw him in camp um, in spring uh, get a couple of inter, get an interception or two that I was like, whoa. He had a couple of eye eye opening plays where you saw him, you know, break on the ball and get to right. it. And he's he's got that. He's got some natural instincts that you can really see, and that's only going to improve with with a, a lot of the wisdom. Um, that they've accumulated on this coaching staff, uh, particularly in the secondary. That, that's on, these guys are going to be they're going to be monsters by the time it's all said and done. Uh, if you can, if they can continue to develop these guys, uh, but yeah, but he he looks like a safety. That's how you want safeties to look. And um, put a few more pounds on him, he's going to be he's going to be a problem. Speaking of what what you want guys to look like, that's Ephesians Price Sock right there. Again, you can tell there's a reason that he was a four-star kid. What's what's unique to me about him, Lamont, is not only his height, but and you and I were watching it up close, how he moves. He doesn't move like a guy who's six foot two. He moves like a guy who's much smaller. And you can see why he was ranked as such. I I think that he's got all the he's got all the potential in the world to be Arizona's uh, number one corner this year. And he's another guy too that I think if things, if he progresses, if he uh, takes the coaching. He got an NFL future. Yeah, you know it's interesting when you look at you know the top guys in the NFL right now. You look at uh, uh, what's his name for the Rams, Jalen. I can't, I can't think of his Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. And you think right. of Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. Those those guys are six six three six four ish. That same about one ninety, um, and and they just they're a problem. They 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 cause so much because they're so they, they've got so much length that. Um, when the ball is in the air, they always have an opportunity to squat it down. Even if you get a little bit of a step on them, they got right. those long arms. And Ephesians is built exactly like that. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to put that type of pressure on him to say that he's that, but, but he's that new mold of cornerback. He's built like that. I mean, he really is, and that, that's what they were recruiting. And um, 
I mean, my gosh, I was watching him go head to head against uh, T Mac in camp, and those guys were going blow for blow. T Mac got his, you know, he got his pound of flesh, but I, w- I will right. also say that uh, Ephesians, I saw him take a rip of all the way from him, get an interception a couple of times, and that type of, you know, competitiveness going on in practice is are the things that are going to take both of those guys to the next level. And what, what Ephesians showed me is that he's got that streak in him. He wasn't. I didn't see him back down or cower away or anything like that. They were going going at it, and you just got to love that competitiveness, you know. And and I, a lot of that is a reflection of the coaches um, that you know they they put they're pushing these guys like that. But he's got that in him, and, and I and I really you know it's exciting uh, to see where he can go because he, he really he impressed me this spring. This is the first time that I really got a chance to look at him um, for an extended period of time, and uh, and that starting role he's he's looking good. He wears that starting role very well. He is the great Lamont. Love it. Lamont, we've spent so much time talking about the skill and all the sexy positions. We wanted to have a show here where we're talking about the guys in the trenches and some of the underrated guys, and there was nobody better to do it. Lamont, you are the man. Can I get a back the A from you before we sign off? No, always back the A big time. (laughs) He's Lamont. Love it. I'm Mike Luke. Be back with you on Monday. we got the GOAT, Brian Jeffries, on Monday. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. (laughs) 